Hi, I'm Charles Gauthier, President and CEO of the Downtown Vancouver Business Improvement Association. The DVBA is so proud to support this daily podcast series that is helping our community navigate through these trying times. As we all settle into what we hope is a temporary new normal, please consider helping support our local businesses. Whether it's by getting takeout from your favorite restaurant or giving a local shop a great review, it all adds up. Thanks everyone and stay safe. I'm Tyler Orton and this is Coping with COVID-19. Before we get to today's interview, here are some of the top headlines we've been following on Thursday, April 9th in the BIV newsroom. Statistics Canada reports that BC saw 132,000 job losses in March. Canada as a whole, meanwhile, experienced more than 1 million job losses. The data, however, was conducted through a survey that saw its results come in March 15th through 21st. It does not capture the full breadth of job losses. And Ottawa projects as many as 22,000 Canadians could succumb to COVID-19. The country's first ever national forecast bases those numbers on a 5% infection rate. Now, let's go ahead with our interview. Welcome to Coping with COVID. It is BIV's daily briefing and interview covering the pandemic and what it means for business and what it means for society. Joining us today, it's Miles Sellen. He's president of Vancouver-based digital agency, Major Tom. Miles, thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks very much for having me. As always, I, I love the name of the company. It might be my favorite company name uh, ever. But um, your company, though, it's looking to adapt to this new reality of the pandemic. And you guys are taking a swing at e-commerce, which is very interesting. Your marketing company headquartered here in Vancouver, offices all around North America. But tell me a little bit about why you guys are looking at e-commerce right at this moment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the genesis of the idea was originally uh, to provide uh, an avenue for our own staff uh, as incentivization for sharing our content to access uh, swag that we were making. So we were making major t-shirts, doing some unique fashion lines. And then as this whole situation started to develop, we, uh, you know, in talking to our customers and assessing the market, really thought that uh, obviously cash was going to be tight for a lot of businesses, uh, but it needed to be, uh, you know, business as usual in some respects. People still are, we're going to need to market, but we're potentially looking at smaller investments for smaller projects. Um, so we pivoted our tin can store uh, to not only sell those fashion lines, but to also do some productized services. So really small engagements, things that can be tackled in a week, two weeks, maybe pretty minimal interaction with a member of our team, at least at first. Uh, so to really kind of provide the opportunity for people to just come in, you know, spend a few thousand dollars on the credit card and get something up and running really quick. Yeah, so what's an example of one of those productized services that you guys are offering now? Because a lot of companies, they might be dipping their toes right now, but they are not exactly sure what is out there. Yeah, absolutely. So some of it might be a bit more on kind of the, the housekeeping side. So when you're doing Google Ads uh, health checks, it's really just coming in, uh, doing a quick audit, getting an understanding if you have any vulnerabilities in the way that you're running Google Ads and providing a report based on that. Um, doing the same thing for Amazon. Obviously, lots of people shifting to e-commerce right now. They might be going third-party routes selling through Amazon, but so doing a, a health check of those Amazon accounts as well. Uh, and then some things that are more sort of service-based. Uh, we're out offering one-hour strategy consultations for uh, just a couple hundred bucks with our senior leadership team. 
Uh, so for people who are really sort of adjusting to adapt to the new normal, uh, be able to provide some quick consultation from that perspective as well. Well, and if we think about it, though, uh, do you think that businesses, because there's this uncertainty about what's going on, it just maybe makes more sense for them, at least at this point, to do things a little bit more piecemeal? Um, yeah, I mean, again, I think the big concern for lots of businesses right now is cash. Um, the uncertainty around, uh, you know, when this will end, I think, is a, a possibly a too optimistic of a term. But, you know, as the, the restrictions will potentially lighten and it does get back to being uh, whatever the new normal is, uh, people want to make sure that they have enough cash to last that. So by doing things a little bit more piecemeal, you know, you might only get 25% of the value out of a project. But if you're only spending 25% of the cash, uh, for a lot of businesses, that's preferable right now. And take me through, I guess, the company's own thought process here, because look, you guys, I, I find this with every company that I'm talking to, though, everybody is looking at new avenues. Everybody kind of wants to keep business going. Uh, tell me about why this is something that jumped out to you guys as kind of the obvious course of action. Yeah, well, I, I would say that I've generally, you know, I've talked to dozens of people in the last few weeks, not only our clients, but also people in our communities. Um, I've sort of found that people are split into two camps. There are organizations that are really thinking about just, you know, how do we weather the storm until we get back to normalcy? Uh, and then I think there are businesses like you're describing that are really trying to pivot quite aggressively with the understanding that we will get back to business, but probably not as usual. Um, there are going to be some fundamental changes in what business looks like coming out of this, at least from my perspective. Uh, and so I think lots of businesses are trying to not only pivot the way that they're delivering offerings right now, but also how they might deliver them in the near future as well. Well, I think one of those fundamental changes that you're even engaged with right now is this e-commerce trend. Like e-commerce has been around for like 20, 25 years at this point. I think Canadians have been a lower, a little bit slower on the draw than our neighbors to the south. But what do you think this means for accelerating ongoing trends that we're experiencing? Yeah, I think uh, e-commerce, you know, as a digital agency, I certainly believe it's here to stay. Um, I think what we have seen very, uh, you know, be quite interesting over the last few weeks is uh, there's a lot of industries that have an easier time pivoting to e-commerce. You know, if you sell a product, uh, it's really kind of how fast can you get a store up? Uh, how much can you figure out your fulfillment on a, a short turnaround? But for other organizations that have a more traditional service or potentially um, an in-person service, uh, figuring out how they productize that and deliver that online. Uh, you know, you've seen huge uptakes in webinar culture um, with those being delivered. Uh, but also there are people who, you know, might do tra traditional consulting who are now doing that piecemeal uh, through Eventbrite, you know, doing $25 per person sessions and doing 50 person sessions. Um, so I think that sort of e-commerce we think of as being a typical kind of e-commerce store where you go on and buy a product. But there's lots of different ways to sell services online as well. Uh, and different people are leaning into that uh, at different rates. Do you think this pandemic, it, it's a horrible situation. It, it's a, a shock to healthcare systems, to people's day-to-day -day lives. But do you think it, it is an opportunity for businesses to think innovatively in a, in a way that they just have not before? Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, it's a, a very challenging situation. I would think this is for most people in businesses, it's probably one of the most challenging situations we will end up going through in our personal and professional lives. Um, that being said, every challenge is an opportunity. Um, you know, some people are in very, very challenging situations that they don't have a lot of wiggle room and not a lot of room to pivot. Um, but 
you know, I've been thinking a lot about The Godfather in recent weeks. Um, uh, Michael Corleone makes this comment at one point about Tom Hagen not being a wartime consigliere. Um, and I think right now, from a business perspective, this is wartime. Um, and it requires a different set of skills in, in leadership and in running a business than uh, typical peacetime. Um, so it's a lot about pace, um, you know, speed of decision making, trust amongst leaderships, you know, leadership teams, how fast can teams make decisions and put things into action? Because um, look where we were even three, four weeks ago. Well, hopefully, you know, you have lots of offers that people can't refuse moving forward as well. But in a situation uh, uh, like this, what is the appetite for doing business? I think you mentioned earlier, it's kind of divided between two different sorts of lanes right now. But do you think businesses are coming around maybe this week, maybe last week, much more so than they were uh, just a month ago? Yeah, I think, you know, the first week and a half or two weeks, you know, to your point about paralysis, I think there was a definite sense of, uh, you know, tightening for, for two weeks as everyone wanted to see uh, and start to forecast out what it meant for them financially. Um, I still think there's a little bit of that. You know, the government's provided uh, some information on what these assistance programs will look like. But I think for a lot of businesses, that information has been lacking. Um, you know, real, under, again, to my point about cash, businesses need to understand when they're getting that cash in the door if they are getting it. Uh, and that has not become really clear for most of us yet. So there uh, is a little bit of a loosening now where people are starting to organize, figure out what their plans look like for the next six weeks, uh, maybe as far out as 10 weeks. Um, so I think that will continue over the next couple of weeks as more details of those programs become clear. Yeah, you know, it may be a slight tangent here, but I've been talking to a lot of companies that have been raising concerns about, say, the wage subsidy that Ottawa is introducing. I'm wondering, just from your perspective, uh, this 30% decline year over year, is that like a, a good solid way for most companies? Is it maybe some companies are going to fall through the cracks just because they don't necessarily measure business activity in the way that Ottawa is setting out? Yeah, I think there are a lot of challenges with it. Um, I am empathetic to the government to a certain degree in the sense that whipping up a program of that scale in a matter of weeks that accommodates every different type of business is challenging. Um, so I, I do understand that aspect of it. Um, but, you know, I'm also on the board of uh, an organization called Ace Tech here, which works with growth strategy, or it's a growth strategy program for tech companies, for a lot of early stage tech companies that might be pre-revenue uh, or had been on a scale of revenue over the last year, that 30% drop in revenue is totally not applicable. Um, so there are tons of different challenges with it. Uh, it seems that as different people are getting the program in their hands and providing feedback to the government, the government is going to make some amendments to that policy um, for early stage tech companies. Obviously, Vancouver has a huge scene with that, um, as well as not-for-profits as well. Um, they realize revenue in very different ways. Um, so I think there's going to be some changes to how that program is structured, uh, although the applications are still not out to my understanding, so they still have a yep. bit of time to change it. Well, maybe just as we wrap up here, uh, I'll leave you with a question that I'm asking everybody here on the show, though. But uh, how are you holding up personally? How is your team holding up? Because I, I think that person-to-person -person interaction is very important for business, but there's just a new reality that we all have to get used to for an indeterminate period of time. Yeah. Uh, personally, I actually feel great, to be honest with you. I feel very focused. I think uh, in times of stress, uh, you know, a, a team looks to, to a leadership team to be able to make decisions and, and guide things through, especially a situation like this that is affecting both everyone's personal lives and professional lives. Um, so I'm in, uh, I'm in wartime mode. Um, 
at the same time, I think our team has taken to it really, really well. Um, the work from home shift, you know, this is our fourth full week. Uh, I think we're in quite a unique situation. I was talking to someone in New York the other day that probably the only time in our lives collectively, we are all having a shared experience. Uh, and I think despite talking on Zoom calls and Skype and sort of having this digital level of interaction, there is something quite comforting in knowing that everyone you talk to, uh, you instantly have something in common with. Uh, so I think there is uh, that piece I'm quite optimistic about that hopefully as we get into whatever the new normal is, uh, that recognition of shared experience will persist um, uh, as we all deal with the sort of economic fallout of what this is going to be. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm also glad that we have companies here in Vancouver that, you know, I talk to them every single day. And you guys are amongst them, but you're finding new ways to keep business going. I, I think this is going to be a push for innovation like we've never seen before. It's going to accelerate a lot of trends. And Miles, I just want to thank you for joining us and sharing your story today. Thanks very much. That is Miles Sellen. He's president of Major Tom, and that is it for Coping with COVID-19. I'm Tyler Orton. We'll be back tomorrow.